Welcome to Singled Out, the ninth best guild ball podcast. Please stand by. to episode 72. In this episode, Andrew finally talks to a real champion, Daniel Harwood, about how he won the Guild Ball British Championship and totally smashed it in the final. Today's listener is Campbell Dandy. Thank you for your continued support of our podcast on Patreon. Sport. Hello, welcome to an episode of Singled Out in the future or the past or something. Um, I'm Andrew. I'm still Jason. You are still Jason, even in the future you're Jason. And somewhere we also uh, have with us today a true champion. I'm Dan. Dan, yeah. British champion, 2018. How are you, Your, your Highness? I'm good, thank you. I've been sleeping with the trophy every night. You know, I've just been re-watching the videos over and over again, just trying to re-visit re- re- that former glory. How's it feel? Yeah, it's been great. So we thought we'd um, talk about the um, the um, British champs because we're all there, but you know, you, did actually, you two actually did pretty well. And I, did, <laughs> I did okay, but you did How better. How did you do in the end? I can't actually Me, remember. I went four and two. That's all right, that's pretty that's good. Right, yeah. You should have gone five and one though, Andrew. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I narrowly lost to Steve Easton 12-2. It was pretty close. Know, the, the first game, <laughs> when I went over and you and you just killed Vet Decimate, and I was like, he's got this. Oh, against James Coleman, I was, I was 10-6 up. Yeah. Then I, then I choked and did something really stupid, then, <laughs> then lost in short order. <laughs> yeah. You didn't get to 12. I didn't get to 12 first, that was my main mistake. Yeah, a lot of people make that mistake. It's yeah. Still catching people out. I was doing pretty well. I thought I've got this game in the bag, and then I thought, oh, you know, I'm doing okay. I'll activate this model now rather than, you know, capture the ball. And in doing so, he scored a goal and took a player out, and that was it. I was like, oh, that was that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well done, me. Yeah, well, yeah, go me. Um, but there we go. This is why I, you know, I wasn't that any higher higher than I was. Um, so. Jason and uh, Dan, you both did pretty well. Um, so, Jason, you took Union to the um, to the Nationals. Yeah, I thought I'd catch the meta off guard. Was the Union the most taken guild there? I think no, it was there's only four of us. Only four of you? Yeah, fish were the most. Fish the most. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Fish had eight representatives. The union only had four. Oh, yeah, four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's because uh, still didn't manage to finish best in guild even with four people. <laughs> <laughs> second best in guild's all right. <laughs> well, second out of four, like <laughs> mid table, mid table. Yeah. Uh, any reason took union, Jason, other than you like them a lot over fish? Because I'm just crap with everything else. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess you've been taking Union for a long time. Dan's been playing Fish for forever until they changed Corsair. I've not. I've been playing Shark more and more. So yeah, it's basically WTC prep. I didn't expect to do as well as I did at British Champs. I was just pra- hoping to practice against Best Estimate a bit and got that. Um, so both of you are you the, both of you in the same team for the WTC? Yeah. Who's your third person? David, David Cameron. Cameron. David Cameron, strong the team. Babe, though. The babe, he's he's basically like he's like the little um, he's the li- little Hanson, like the cute one that everyone wants to love and hug. I'm not familiar with the Hansons. You don't remember Hanson? Um, well, they all look the same. They all they all basically the same with blonde hair, weren't they? They're all sort of well, except for like the the youngest one got all of the poo-tang. <laughs> That's part of the band I wasn't familiar with. To be honest, Oh, it's all all about that. All about that. Were they he, called he was, Hanson, were they? Yeah, he was all day. Like years old, he come with this sort of thing. Nah, he was unbopping all night and all day. <laughs> Bleach his hair and everything. Good out. Yeah, man. Like, all that like surf-looking hair, that's exactly what David looks like. So, how should we go through this tournament? I mean, we can't go through game by game because we'll be here forever. And also, I doubt you can remember all of them because it was a while ago. Well, it was last weekend. Yeah, a while ago. <laughs> Uh, and I think it's tedious. Oh, I think we should just talk to Dan about how his day went, like, why he took the models he took in his Dan, and you're on video, what? but the podcast is audio. No one could see you stroking your trophy, apart from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally got in front of the camera. <laughs> okay, Dan, how's your, how's your first day? So my first day was all right. I um, I ended up playing against... So I was hoping to go to the um, British Champs to practice against Best Decimate, and I ended up playing against three Vet Decimates um, on the first day. Um, the first game, I uh, it was twelve nil. Um, I got three shark goals, turn two. Strong, pretty good, pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, yeah, oh, uh, a, sh- a shark legendary on a whole brewer team, a hag legendary yeah. on a whole brewer team that just moved a whole team to the side and went, okay, now I'm just going to snapshot off a shark for days. So that was good. My second game, second game was against uh, blacksmiths. And that it was it was a good game. It was the first game I played against someone that wasn't using cards. Well, those <laughs> were, the app, were they? He was using apps. Yeah, yeah. So he got to turn two. I was like, I'm really sorry. Can I just get? I'm going to get some cards out of my bag because I can't I can't work out how much wounds you've got left because your app isn't the clearest. But yeah, that, then that was a tight game. Um, I I could have easily lost that and somehow managed to win twelve eight. Uh, then got two more Brewers players to finish off the day. Um, the last game though was. It was eight all. Um, the ball, I just scored. The ball got kicked out. I managed to win the momentum race, and um, I, if honest, I just got lucky and managed to just get just enough to do a unbonus time shot at goal to win it. Um, but uh, Sakana took the shot. Okay, it's pretty good. Yeah, he really nice. Yeah, he bounced off of Sk- uh, Spigot with a double push, double dodge. Sorry, on Spigot because um, he was crowded out, um, then hit another dodge sprinted with a glide to get the ball and get through the rough ground and take a shot on goal. Nice. 
Nice. Just like you haven't actually told us your 10. You've got all excited about telling us winning games. You haven't actually told us. (laughs) So uh, my 10 was shark, corsair, tentacles, um, salt, um, hag, vet, sorry, standard sakana because vet sakana didn't turn up. Sad times. Uh, Ray scales, siren, gutter. I think that's everyone. Oh, angel. Yeah, I was going to say it's either Angel or Jack would be the one that you were missing. I was hoping to try Angel if I receive if I was to receive first turn against with Shark uh, with anyone against apart from like, if I was playing someone rubbish in the final I was going to play play her, mm-hmm. um, but it didn't end up happening because I ended up kicking off in all my games apart from the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think there's an argument to be made. For, oh, I was discussing this earlier with James about just choosing to kick with Shark because it's just an insane amount of kickoff yeah. pressure right from the off that forces your opponent to do really awkward things that they don't want to do i might have done that the first day so whenever I, so whenever I, I did win the roll off i was like i'll just kick yeah because there's so little they can do to stop you from actually getting the ball yeah and if uh, they, sorry getting a goal and then and you i did you can just position all your team ready to, to threaten again next turn mm, yeah i think that's uh it's like, well, slightly tangent. When I used to play scalpel, I always used to just choose to kick. But that was back in season two when things were a little bit different. Yeah. Because um, you just had such an insane kickoff pressure. And then obviously they didn't have any momentum. You could easily do a 6VP rollover activation, turn one, turn two. And do you feel the same with sort of mist with a Solfesian dodge? Like you're actually happy to kick off? Mm, not to the same degree because mist only has four influence. And whereas Shark has... Um, six so he can pretty much win the momentum race on his own if they're uh, spending the momentum to keep constantly dodge out of his threat yeah um, so if Vescana had arrived would he be in your turn and replacing somebody else I was thinking of dropping either one of the mascots or just playing Vescana not standard Sakana so in all my practice games um, away from tournaments the last two months I've been playing Vescana um I, I found the bag of coffers is just fantastic, particularly for Siren. So to make sure you're getting the seduced or the lures. Um, I'm finding the black flags situationally really good just to extend someone's threat, like set up grayscales, be a bit more deadly. Um, but yeah, he's just, it's the potential threat that he brings. I find, I really enjoy Sakana, but I think that's kind of, for me, solves a lot of problems and yeah, definitely comes in for WTC as well. So how's your first day? So Jason, how's yours? Who's your, in your turn? Oh, uh, well, let's just go for all of Dan's thing, because otherwise, I mean... Oh, Jason, I'm trying to sort of get you involved in this conversation well, here. We've got you, get, we've you, got you haven't guess. said anything all day, you know, I feel, I feel for you. No, no, it's okay, well, because I've played the same 10 I always play, and... Um, so, talk to all Blackheart, won some games, cool. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Next. Yeah. I figure it's like, if anyone wants to see my games, half of them are on the stream, so... Yeah, yeah can we talk about that, man? It's about, um, not about why you're on stream so often, but in terms of how, how does it feel? Because, I mean, I've personally never been on stream, um, and it looks it looks pretty scary, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It's uh, It adds an extra layer of pressure to the game. Um, as people have seen on the stream, mistakes still happen, but you're, you're so conscientious of... I was partly conscientious in a couple of in the first game of making it entertaining for people. Then I realised actually I've got to just win the game. And then you also you're so conscientious that if one thing goes wrong or whatever, um, you're going to get panned by like basically the watching Guildhall community. You and get also, judged country basically by people on, online. Yeah, and I think also the commentators have their opinion of what it is that you're trying to do, and they will say whether or not they think it's right or wrong and convey it to the watching audience. But actually, it may not have been at all what you were thinking, and therefore they've missed the point. So they may think a play that you're making is not tactically the best play. 
but they're not aware of all the other things that you're calculating in your head at the same time. And I guess they also haven't got they haven't got the pressure on them and the clock running and everything else. This is it. This is it. This is the other other end of the spectrum is they they may see something which is a much more sensible play and they could be quite right on it. Um, But yeah, they're sitting there uh, able to watch it in comfort. The other problem you get is the 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 chat discussion. Everyone all of a sudden is a, is an expert. <laughs> yeah, and it's and we've all found it easier when you walk past the table and you go, oh, I should have done that. Yeah, actually, when you've got the pressure on, you've got clock and everything else, and you've got and I found that particularly in the first game against Coomba when I was on stream, I really felt actually I don't want to up because you know people are watching and all mm. the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, mistakes happen. Well, I, I made mistakes in a couple of games and got a couple of things wrong, but then people also got things wrong against me. It's just how it goes. It's the ebb and flow of the game. But it definitely adds, it shouldn't add an extra pressure to it, really, but it, it absolutely does. Because the, yeah. the, the, particularly the rig they have, it's very professional. You've got two really bright lights standing right next to you. And it's other things as well, like a little thing that you wouldn't expect to make a big difference. But we're creatures of habit of gamers. And yeah. certainly I myself very much have, this is where I want my things to be. This is where my tokens go. This is where my dice tray goes. Yeah. And actually they had the dice trays on the same side. So if you're on one side of the pitch, you had to have your dice. So I would have had to have my dice tray on my left-hand side, which isn't where I want it. Yeah, you're sort um, of reach, reaching towards the part of the table, the dice on there. You know. And it sounds like, a, it sounds like such an innocuous thing, but it really throws you off your rhythm sometimes because you're just like, and, it, and people probably listen and think that that's an absolute nonsense but it really isn't because yeah. particularly well, we both had, didn't we we both discussed it for the final we didn't we didn't mind the side for terrain we wanted the side of the dice tray on the right hand side because we're both right-handed it's <laughs> it's like that's it's the fact that you get into the rhythm i mean um, against coomba i just automatically towards the end of the game picked up my dice and rolled it in my own personal dice tray and i was like oh god i've got to put it under the stream so i just picked yeah. it up and put it under the camera yeah because, i mean the other thing is for me i'm very much my um, uh, one of my strengths is that knowing all of the stuff that my models can do in the playbooks and things like that so anything that, so it's all about rhythm for me and being able to play where the hell is this model supposed to glue together uh playing at tempo that i can play it but having the dice tray on the wrong side actually slows me down because i'm having to think where like yeah. it just little things throw you off your game that you wouldn't expect to have an impact that doesn't look right um and they do but other than that, like hopefully people found it entertaining. I think, I think the the game against Fraser. I haven't watched that back yet because I just haven't got the mental strength to sit through it again. But uh, yeah, I know a couple of people who've watched it and said it's a really fascinating game. Was it have you seven... watched the rest of them on the stream yet? Have you watched the rest of them back? Uh, what, sorry, what were you going to say, Dan? Sorry, wasn't it seven turns? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Alex and Jamie said they'd never commentated on a game that's gone on that long. I mean, do you find? Or will you find them handy as sort of learning experiences to look back at your game and work out? I have. I've, I've watched both of my games back there on stream. Um, the Corsair match against uh, Michael Coomba. So I, I personally thought when we got, we got to the end of day one and there was me, Jason, um, Coomba um, and another guy, Matt, I think his name was. Yeah, um, Matt. Uh, I want to say Etherington. Egerton? 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 Yeah, something like that. I apologise if he's listening and I've got that wrong, but it was something like that. He was really nice. I spoke to him briefly at the end of day one. He seemed a really nice guy. But we, it was um, playing against him, uh, playing against Coomba. I, I personally thought that Coomba was going to smash me and then smash Jason in the final. Um, no chance, but anyway. Because I, th- I think he's such a good shot player. Yeah, I was really fearful. He's playing he's really well at the moment. 
through. Yeah, he's he's definitely playing really well at the moment. He's uh, definitely got a chance at that 64 next month. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, yes. so uh, your day two. Today two, I play against Cadu uh, Brown. Got posted the night before. Yeah, so yeah. We then had. I mean, you, I mean, like say, Jason, you knew that you were going to play fish, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, well done. You won your semi final. Your prize. You get to play fish. Right. Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah, that was even. That, that was even at the uh, the keynotes. Any questions? Jason was hands up. Yeah, how to beat a fish? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I had a uh, yeah. That was the advice I got. Um, <laughs> how did you find that, knowing who you had to play? I found it really stressful. I'm not going to lie. I spent most of the evening thinking if if Coomba takes Shark, I can't I can't do Shark on Shark against him because he's so much better than me at Shark. Um, if I take Corsair and he takes Shark and he receives, I think that he probably gets. He's probably got that as well. I was yeah. Um, it was interesting. It was it was good because also thankfully I mean, we've played against Coomba quite a lot and he's a you know he's sound and we spent most of the weekend us as our little group um, having a laugh and everything else um, but yeah I did find that, that did have an extra pressure but actually it was nice that when we did come to the streamed game um, for anyone that's watched the, the the game as well when Coomba first turn mismeasured something or you know something was out I was like well you measured it in if you want it just take it because don't be that guy. Yeah, see, that's interesting because I, I had a situation like that against, um, and obviously it's, it's each their own, but I had a situation like that against Fraser where uh, in my head um, I'd decided I was going to acrobatic with Mist away from Rage and then do other stuff. But I, because I wasn't within six inches of Benediction, so I couldn't use the Shadow Like. So I moved the model two inches because he was already engaged by Rage. And um, Fraser's like, okay, I'll do a parting blow. And I was like, didn't tell you I wanted to do acrobatic, did I? And he's like, no, but you totally can do it if you want. I was like, no, nah, I didn't declare it. I, you know, we're on stream, we're on the top table. Yeah. I've got to be better than that. So I decided my plan basically was to let him miss the goal. Yeah. Um, Strong plan. Yeah, it well, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it worked. So played for. <laughs> so uh, all I can say is well done, Fraser, for falling from my trap. Yeah. Um, but maybe it was a plan all along to get Bast Union and second place. Yeah, so. That's it. <laughs> Ultimately, the joke's on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, shall we talk about the final, seeing as both of you are in it? Yeah. Well, do you want to say any more about the semi-final? Because you're only really just like... Okay, so... Cooper How did you Rupert. find the uh, the mirror, obviously, and being on stream for the first time? So, I'm comfortable in the mirror because I've played it a lot before. Um, and I knew that if I was kicking off, I'm actually happy to kick off in the mirror um, with Corsair because I feel you're not got to then worry about the ball. You just got to threaten the players, and eventually you'll get the ball. Or you know, it's, it's you can sort of dictate where your positioning is. Whereas if you're receiving the ball, you've got that that extra thing to think about. Um, Kumba seemed a lot more uh, worried than I was because he was just less experienced in the matchup. And ultimately, I think he just got unlucky with a couple of dice rolls. I got lucky with a couple of dice rolls. And it ends up being twelve eight, I think it was. Um, but yeah, he played it. He, I think he played it pretty well. There was one. There's a couple of points throughout it where um, I played the four inch dodge card. Um, the I think it's the it's the seven, isn't it? The seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, card. it's the initiative. Yeah, because when I looked down, Gutter wasn't base to base with um, Corsair, and then when I went to turn, he was like, "Oh no, I was meant to be base to that." So actually, you know, like, fair enough. That's what it was meant to be. Um, but. No, it was good. I think that 
it could have very easily swung the other way. And like anything, any event, you've got to get lucky to win it. And thankfully, oh, I was lucky. What was was it a perfect mirror? Did you have exactly the yeah. same teams? What's it going to be? So he because he was receiving, he was picking first. Um, mm. so I was coming down. I didn't know whether to go for Grayscales or go for Hag as my final pick. I had Sakana, Siren, Gutter, uh, Corsair, and Tentacles. He also didn't have Tentacles, so I knew I had the blind as a as a benefit. But I didn't actually use it that much because the one time I did try and do it, it me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just. It's, it's a difficult play to get off because its value goes down the longer you leave it. Because the if the big if they front load their uh, their turn and get the big activations out of the way, it like becomes largely redundant. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't go if if tentacles is your first activation with the point of momentum and well whoever it is who's blinding, yeah. and you go for the blind of the bonus time and then don't get it whatever, then you're like uh, I've now on my second activation and I've done nothing. Yeah. And and that's the end. Ultimately, we were, I think we were both fearful in that in the Corsair mirror, whoever loses Corsair first seems tends to lose. I think I was thinking about it. I was just, again, I was just, I talked to James a lot, um, but I was discussing this earlier. Like, I wonder is that the case in most mirrors that basically because in the Rage mirror it's very similar. Like, is that right? Does that model look right? I don't know. Does that bit go there? Um, right. Focus, focus. So, I'm trying to build a Reaver for my kill team, and I'm not quite. Right, this one looks a little bit too actiony. No, no, well, they've all got um, weird sort of skull faces and weird sort of action poses and their daggers and guns and things. Oh, they're so detailed. But um, like in the in the Union Mirror, and I think the game with Fraser like highlights this like really well. That basically he who commits first and doesn't get it right loses. Yeah, yeah, that's that hundred percent it, and that's also why I wanted to kick off because I thought that I could potentially get the last activation turn one and hopefully get in on him beforehand. I guess the difference, though, with um, with your matchup is that you've got the ability to pull people out of the scrum, whereas yeah, you haven't got that with Union. You've got to make them. Uh, you've got to commit to um, commit to it one way or the other. Yeah, and that's the reason why I chose Hag in the end, um, because being able to reposition and negate his Hag, I mean, it ends up being the other way around. But that that was important. She, she's so good. I definitely. She's, would. 100% have taken her in the mirror because you just need to be able to do threat extension and uh, put pressure on. I think that's definitely the right decision. And um, I mean, I was hoping to try and score more goals, if I'm honest, in that game. Mm. Um, but it, it, it didn't turn out that way. But um, So how, yeah, how, was, how, was, how was the BP generation in it? How did it go? Uh, I got one goal and uh, I, got to, I ended up getting to 13 because I killed Salt. So I must have got seven takeouts. And go. So, so I, I, I think I think I was talking to Kimber. I think Salt is the is the model that you drop for Vetsakana. I don't think. Yeah. Don't think you need two mascots, two captains. And I don't think you can afford to do it in any team now. Really, I think Hunters is the exception where you can go one captain, two mascots. Um, yeah, because they're all so strong. But well, Scatter's just rubbish at the moment. I mean, what? I mean, stupidly, the, a couple of taunts ago, I was getting so many goals with um, salt and doing snapshots off him and everything else but I'm coming to the I'm, I'm slowly but surely getting to the idea that actually tentacles with the blind is so good and often you don't want to put any influence on a mascot you just want them to survive or just get in a position yeah, um, just live man <laughs> I just wanted to live <laughs> yeah takes me back to my days in Nam. yeah Dagenham what? Dagenham 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 Cheltenham <laughs> content I mean, how was your day Andrew I know you didn't oh, do too, thank you too well. 
Do you really want to hear talk about Masons? Remember they're the guild that you used to play and then you complained that you couldn't play them anymore because of alchemists? There's no alchemists anymore. No, so you could play yeah, for you. The world is the world's okay. Oh um, god. Long may it continue. Um, a bit of honour, a bit of hammer. Um I've tried more hammer out because I don't play him very often and I'll see how, how he did. Um, very good, isn't he? It's certainly against some matchups very good. Like play played into Fillet. I tell you what's Fillet doesn't like hammer one bit. <laughs> No, because she doesn't. She goes anywhere near him, and she just dies. And his counter attack absolutely ruins her. This yeah. is when people just playing Philly and thinking it's the best thing since sliced bread. Playing hammer into them and just being like, "Right, this is your, you think your captain's good? My, mine's going to destroy yours." Yeah, it is not good at all. Not good one bit for them. Um, so that was that was interesting. I played also hammer into hunters. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty bad. As long as I made sure that Hammer was always eight inches away from Theron, so if Theron wanted to do pinned, you had to go within eight of him. Yeah. Did you get to receive in that game? Um, you know, I cannot remember. Because if you get to receive... I think that's the same in most control teams, though, but if you get to receive, it gives you such an advantage because you can just use the ball to move your models around. And then yeah, I remember use it. just uh, bullying him around and taking his toys off. To be honest yeah. What a lot of Theron players do, or a lot of Hunters players do, if they receive the ball against Hammer, they often stay back and they don't don't want to commit to the fight. And eventually they run out of board space and you're just like, well, actually, Hammer's getting in now. It might be turn three, but... Investor Harmony was clutching that matchup because yeah. she was soaking the damage taken by Hammer, so she, he was being snared. Yeah, that's, mm. right. that's the right call. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, I played into Vet Rage with Hammer. That was that was quite tough, actually. Um, good yeah. player, Vet Rage. And... Um, you know, the, the, the he's, he's really alright. <laughs> he's alright at that age. Also, he gets also, I just, I just hate Benediction. I just hate him. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he does have a hand, have, have, have a habit of just standing there taking whatever you throw. So I was doing a lot of sort of second wind all day with Hammer, second wind, uh, bowing him forward, murdering someone, second winding back. He doesn't mate. Um, that matchup was quite. A lot of the matches had been quite sort of standoffish because of that. Uh, obviously, people don't, don't want to come near me with the sort of the can charge bubbles of fun. Um, it went pretty well. Um, I played against Vettas Mate a couple of times, obviously against James Coleman, we mentioned briefly already, and also against Steve Easton, who was doing a very good job with Esters of bombing me. I was getting, I was getting on the pitch and using the ball to get threat ranges on him. Um, I took Desmay down to like one health at one point, but I didn't have the tool up to do more damage. I had iron fists, but not yeah. tool up. Um, maybe should have taken that as well, but then again, I was using a lot of passive moving, and so therefore the sort of the legend door from from, from uh, Mal was pretty good. Um, but yeah, he was, he was doing a lot of bombing and basically, des- you know, decimates coming in and murdering fools. I think at one point she went, she went into Hammer and managed to do, I think, Momentous 10, I think it was, yeah. on Hammer. I think it was knocked down Stagger and went and like, did the Mentus 5, Mentus 5 or something like that. Fortified. <laughs> and so I think, oh, oh, I might use Harmony to soak that damage. No, no, I can't because <laughs> she'll explode anyway. Um, it's pretty, pretty seems... grim. Knocked down Stagger on Hammer's not good at all. Yeah, on anyone. It's on just anyone, not, yeah. It's either that happened. I played the Mason's Mirror, which is pretty rare for me. Playing that, um, it was um, I took Honor into that. I think he took Hammer. I think Honor's so good into the Mirror match because, yeah. well, yeah, because he was um, I, I had the ball, but I think I was able to use a bit of strategy to make sure we got less, less, less activation all the time. Okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, also. If you're able to kind of move into his counter charge range first with your counter charge and kind of try psych him yeah. out, and so you sort of move within six, I move bubbles within six. Of Rick, so do you want to counter charge me? No. Okay, I'll go with you then. Yeah. 
that's the way, that's what I've done with Jack before, just goading the count charge. Yeah, and basically goading in such a way that I meaning he can't clear my clear past my models and stuff to sort of lock him down. And once you've got that sort of area locked down, it's a lot more straightforward a match. Um, but yeah, Brewers, Brewers are an issue. I mean, the Brewers team's hard to play against the Masons because when you've got Esters firing out grenades every turn, mm-hmm. you, and you've got the threat range, you know, they can afford to threaten your range, and Masons have no range plays really, so you can have to go into them. And if you do it wrong, you're basically got, giving them players for free, aren't you? You've got a thousand cuts. That is true. We've got a thousand cuts. Very true. That'll do um, a point of damage to Spigot at a turn. That'll do him. Um, basically, had a whole back line. Had an entire team on the, on the back line, apart from basically Decimate and Esters who are moving yeah. forward, and it's pretty grim. Yeah. It's kind of like playing Alchemists, except they're being played. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's, yeah. God, I hate Alchemists. I do, but I, I haven't seen them for ages. The thing is that now I don't Season 2, I don't you, if you thought, Andrew, they're just playing Masons when you're like, my armament counts for nothing, and you're just bombing me, and I can't yeah. touch because he's unpredictable. Right. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't great. And um, I was happy not to play against any, any engineers' teams because they always annoy me as well with Blister and stuff, but I didn't manage to fight him, fortunately. Um, yeah, well, I think I've got Brewers twice, Butchers, Hunters, Masons. Who's the other one? I forget now. Um, quite a spread. Quite a spread. I didn't see many um, many Ratcatcher teams there or Ratcatcher teams on the newer ones. Did you? Uh, yeah. I didn't play against them, but Maria yeah. and Greg both had rat catchers. I was surprised that there was as many engineers as there was. Well, I expected more union. Um, I think, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I wasn't that surprised. Like I always find of union, it's very swingy. Like you'll get events where they're just everywhere. Um, but like even at um, Vengeance, they weren't the top. Were they? They were sort of joint third or fourth. Yeah, I do find that it's quite swingy with how many union turn up. But I also think now a lot of people now are just staying locked into a faction until season four now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's also got a lot to do with it because people are sort of in that. Uh, um, oh, what do you call it? Limbo. Yeah, I mean, I'm just playing a lot of Falcons at the moment, just to just for casual games, just to get just to have something fresh but like you, you say should, you should you should tweet about it <laughs> <laughs> that was really so, nice having a whole summer holidays where i could just play three soldiers and how are you finding them then falconers uh, really, they're a lot of fun and i think that's the that's the important part i don't necessarily think they're most competitive but um certainly a lot of fun there's a lot of things once you get in i mean i'm probably 12 games in now um and yeah they've got some jank um some of it's more obvious than others um Painting Icarus right now, but I can't see me ever playing him. I played him in a couple of games now, and I just don't particularly like him as much. I think Rundas is so good. He's, he's like a he's Jakar's big brother, and he's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy the team, and they look not too bad as models go. So, what be your Falcon of Six then? You've been using a lot of. So, uh, Devana, uh, for Felty, um, Vet Hearn, um, Rundas. Uh, Minerva. Minerva. Oh, no, the um, Athena woman. I can't remember her name. Minerva and um, Matagi. Uh, sorry, um, Egret comes in for Rundas um, every once in a while in certain matchups. So, why no Icross then? 
Pardon? Why not Icarus? So the rest of the team, the rest of that, the rest of the seven can can switch quite happily between goal uh, killing and goal scoring, and that's what I think the team really wants to do. Whereas Icarus just wants to score goals, and I find that he's um, the opportunity cost to have him in the team, and it's who do you drop, and also the fact that he struggles to do much on his playbook when he's not charging because he's only attacked four and he's he's pushed odds on two but actually if you're going against most four one models you're not gonna really get that um and he's just a bit of a victim he also is the only one that doesn't put out harry away are we yeah or conditions or any damage really it's, um, it's, it's the bushel syndrome it's like a superstar really or a really focused striker in a team that doesn't want to give up the ball yeah and also aesthetically he doesn't for me he doesn't fit um, yeah, true. He's, a, he's an engineer, um, but you know, I'm sure there'll be there'll be lots of tech, and you can get him to do crazy goal runs and stuff. But I, I prefer the others where they can switch between hitting somebody and then okay, right, I'm now have that snapshot of goal. Yeah, Wundaf looks pretty good, doesn't he? Um, he's Jake Isley, really. Yeah. Um, although no back to the shadows, is that right? Yeah, no back to the shadows, which um, my opponents were surprised at. Um, and the fact that he's got he's not got Anderson McCall, but it's the tough hide has really helped. Um, like okay. single decimate, tough hide keeps him pretty safe. He's shadow like as well. Um, so when you get in, get caught up, and although he's got one inch melee, and you think, oh, two inches is going to destroy him, um, having the, the shadow like really helps him disengage and then pick his targets. And that's the biggest thing with Falconers. You have to really um, isolate your targets and get all those buffs up on to one person. Once you start having to go with Devana where there's not a Harrier or there's not Felsey, so you're not getting assists, she's not doing a lot at all. Yeah, I played a couple of played against him a couple of times, just go kill the pigeon. Yeah. Take out take out Felsey and then like like you say, Devana's sort of a little bit lost for things to do then. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. I thought I find Vet Hearn invaluable because of last light and a knockdown and two inch melee, which is what is, is the reason why I have him in Minerva. In every lineup, basically. Yeah, he's pretty key to that team. I don't really see why you wouldn't play him. I don't know what matchups he's ever not going to be in their team. And I presume he's only going to get better in season four. Yeah. So, so final then, shall we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, played against uh, Jason Mountain. Um, yeah, took Shark. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I wanted, to take, I wanted to play Shark in the final. And I knew Jason would... Preferred to see Corsair, so I thought, why not take Shark? And also, I got the most ridiculous hand of cards I've ever received in an event. Yeah, it was, what, did uh, what didn't he get? <laughs> all the sevens, all the sixes, all the fives. But, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. I just yeah, looked down and you go, okay, right. So I haven't seen a seven all tournament, but now I've got two. But you said you had one against Cumber. Oh, yeah, the one against Cumber. Sorry, I apologise. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's one of those things. It made an already uphill struggle and even further but it's what it is you know it's one of the reasons I'm not a fan of the game plan cards so I never have been I think you were spot on though when you said when I got to eight and you said you turn around and said right now I'm going to start playing the game yeah. and and your lineup as well I was surprised that you didn't take Benediction if I'm honest I thought you were going to park Benediction in cover put Braced on him and have the ball and be like right come at me bro so who was in your team then should we get to that first of all then if you mentioned that so who was in your team Jason uh, Blackheart, Coin, Minx, Mist, Gutter, and Decimate. And mine was Shark, Salt, um, no, sorry, Shark, Tentacles, sorry, Tentacles, um, Grayscales, Sakana, Hag, and Siren. See, the thing with putting the Braced Benediction in cover with the ball is 
first of all, you can just seduce him. Yeah. So then brace doesn't matter if I... Um, also, you can... The brace only works for one attack, and then he's not got braced anymore, so then it doesn't matter. Um, he's got poised, but all your models have two-inch melee, so as long as they go base to base, that doesn't matter either. And he's really slow. Well, not really slow, but he's comparatively slow to a shark team that wants to spread out. Yeah. So if I have to clump up around Benediction with the ball, um, it just makes my team a much more susceptible to caught in the net. And if you're already 4-0 or 8-0 up, which tends to be the way, then I've got no clock pressure either. And I've got no way of chasing down your models to get them. Yeah. Uh, and I've got no way of forcing you to come to me um, if I don't have Hemlock. And I think Hemlock's value is reduced in a Shark team against Shark. She's absolutely baller against uh, Corsair, but I'm, I'm not yeah. so convinced against Shark. And do you find that's because it's the multiple um, goal threats that you can lock down one, but then it's just... Um, it's that. And also, like, you often don't... Again, as we discussed with Blind, the thing is, it's a very rare situation where a fully loaded shark hasn't activated first, which means if you've got the first activation, you're doing a 50-51 dice blind on shark uh, if you've got the first activation of Hemlock to try and stop him. And if you haven't got first activation and you're going second, shark's probably already gone, and at which point the value of blind goes down greatly. Yeah, and also the fact that you don't want to risk that activation because the ball's going to be somewhere. Well, that's what I mean. Like, If you go first with her, then you are risking not hitting the blind, not doing anything, and then you're, you've gained nothing. Mm. So, uh, yeah, maybe Benediction would have been a choice. I mean, I don't think he's terrible in it, but I wanted the... I, I had a turn one plan, it didn't come off, um, but I wanted the speed to push you back into your half and play the, play the game, because I'm much happier playing against Sharkfish in Shark's half. Yeah. Was your plan uh, always to kill the ball down my end as early as you can and try and force the fight? Or? Well, my plan had been, I, I knew you were going to get the goal because it shot. Well, I knew you were going to get a shot. Um, so that's why I'd put Miss down the middle with a uh, second wind on him. And the plan had been that uh, once you, because you left Grayscales in range of Blackheart if he got the marked target. So I took the plan was to hit the marked target, then Blackheart goes into grayscales and gets me four momentum probably and leaves grayscales in a very bad place you score your goal and because you'd gone out wide with shark i knew that he would be over that way uh, and yeah. therefore unlikely to do anything on the turn so then mist would get the ball and then sprint over to the what was my left hand side your right hand side of the pitch where blackheart is with uh, siren and um grayscales yeah then uh grayscales dies turn two because yeah. Blackheart just kills him, because I would have had the momentum race even with the cards that I had. Yeah. I knew, because you only had one, you were only looking like getting one momentum. I was like, well, the most you could get was eight. If I had got the four that I thought I'd get, I'd be on nine. Yeah. Then Grayscales dies. I possibly then get into Siren. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got all your, you've got Sakana, Hag, and Shark right over on your left who can't do anything for the turn. But, I mean, none of it happens, so it doesn't matter because the ball scattered straight to tentacles. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> it's all, it doesn't really matter what the, the plan was. It'll, it, none of it happens. So <laughs> it's largely immaterial. But, no, that was the plan. Uh, yeah, it just didn't happen. And then after, I, yeah, after I'd missed the mark target, the plan was just to go as far down the middle as I could um, to make you come back after the ball. But, yeah, it went straight to tentacles, so that changed that plan. 
Yeah, that's that's fair dues. Did you think that? Um, so the first term when I went, I went really wide with Shark. Were you quite happy with that? For the fact that oh, I was in out. Hundred percent, because it meant your momentum generation went right down because you couldn't yeah. dodge off loads of my players because you had to use the tidal surge to get in your goal, and it yeah. also meant that you weren't in a favourable position to do a caught in the net. Yeah, uh, and it also meant if I, I could have got off um, part of my plan, I could get the ball nice and comfortably over to the other side of the pitch, where two of your weaker model, well, you, your two weakest models. I suppose Hag arguably, but she's got fear, yeah. so I mean it's half of one and two and another with that um and then that forces you your turn to to not really do anything because even if i kill grayscales i don't kill siren and you seduce miss you couldn't get the, you you wouldn't have been able to get the ball to anywhere where i don't just go All right mist activates i'll have the ball back thank you yeah um and we but- hoping for a longer game and just try and grind it out because you chose a lineup which was pretty aggressive and i thought okay he can he can really come at me with this. Even with no, I wasn't particularly hoping for a long game. To be honest, like once I knew I had to kick to you and the cards that I had, I knew I was pretty much up against it anyway and that I needed to get a few breaks and it didn't quite happen. So uh, I, I didn't really have uh, any particular plan on game length. Um, but once you got to eight at the start of turn two, I, I knew I kind of had to play the longer game. Yeah. Um you know, it is what it is. You played it very well. You won the tournament. I think I got. I mean, I mean, I, got, I think I, I still think I got lucky. Um, so the penultimate turn, um, when Siren um, is engaged by Blackheart, um, I, I started. To, I don't know if you've watched that back, but you should have won the event because um, I started the, that, my activation with Siren by healing her. Yeah. So, so I spent the momentum to heal her, and then bonus time for the attack, thinking I need to get. I've got four dice, and I get three threes obviously whiffed it and then you hit me and you got a knockdown and you were I'm in an R in and you said, oh, I don't know whether to take the knockdown or not because I just, I don't know where to take it. And I'm so glad you didn't because. Oh, uh, so you cheated. I didn't cheat. You just said that you bonus timed the attack against Blackheart and you used a point of momentum to heal. Yeah. Yeah. So I spent the turn because I'd had plenty of momentum when I. Oh, when I right. So I spent the momentum Wasn't to. Wasn't she your first activation? No. Because you'd gone with um, Black Cart, I then went with Sakana to generate momentum. Uh, okay, right. I can't really remember. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, mistakes are made. Like, yeah. um, it's, it's like it's like we said when you're on clock, when you're on um, stream, the pressure gets. It's like how I completely forgot that I had the plus two move for about three minutes. I was like, I've worked this out. I know there's somewhere I can do it. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a good game. It was a good game either way. Like it's just how shark games go. You basically, I, I always feel like you're waiting. Need a, uh, you're, you're waiting for a break to go your way. Yeah. And either you get it or you don't. That's it's the same why. way. If I missed any of that. If I missed any goals, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think you should have taken the shot with Sakai Siren earlier, but uh, that is. What it is. Yeah, because you had the game. It was in the bag. I just thought it made it look a bit silly then. Because like, exactly. I just kept hitting the clock over because I was like, just take the shot. <laughs> I thought if I thought if I missed this, um, you were going to win the momentum race. The ball could scatter off the middle of the pitch and get into the middle. And then you've got, because by that time you were on seven and you got to nine, because well, I was having to rush up. Um, I thought that you were just going to, I was going to have got to eight nil up and have lost it. Yeah, maybe. I think hopefully it was entertaining for people to watch. Like It's... Uh, Certainly not a standoffish or as uh, long as 
Ah, does that not go in there? Okay. Oh, no, it does. Um, Focus. I am just building an intercessor now because I've got uh, I've got a couple of intercessors in my kill team as well. Um, yeah, I actually, I don't know. I I think I there were other things I could have done. Um, I could have charged back with Mink, or not charged back, but I could have sprinted back with Minks instead of killing Shark and then potentially kill... Oh, bugger, that's not quite lined up. Uh, potentially killed Siren. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to do. I was a bit worried about that. That's why I went with that's why I went with um Sakana to engage um engage Minx and that's where I got the momentum from. Because mm. I was like I can't because of her um damage target, I thought yeah. you definitely get to her and that's not good. Yeah, but I probably should have just sprinted away anyway, because like your part in blows not do anything. Yeah. True. And set it up for the start of the next turn. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah. It does seem rough playing in Shark. Uh, a good shot player because as you said Jason you can be sort of 8-0 down before you play the game yeah I mean to be honest I accept that that happens uh, that, does, that doesn't particularly bother me it is what it is you, uh, yeah. you just you just have to go with oh bugger you just have to go with that and accept that that's what's going to happen with Shark uh, that's his game that's that's why he's my favourite captain to play but my least favourite to play against yeah 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 the fish still seem very dominant um, do you think we're going to see more fish Sort of the same sort of fish numbers you think again at tournaments coming up, like the uh, the uh, the Masters in August, end of August. You think? Oh, what, the sixty-four. Yeah. Um, I think. So. Yeah, because I think uh, Dan Connor and Cumber will be playing them. Uh, I know that Henry Clark has uh, started playing um, fish again. I played him played against him when he was playing um, fish a couple of weeks ago, and um, I twelve yeah, nil. <laughs> just get that in there. Just, yeah. uh, just mention that. Yeah, just little, little kidney punch. Yeah. Yeah. Fish are, are very strong and they're still going to be very strong and I don't see that changing in season. No. Season what do you four. think of the of the uh, the spoiled um, navigating models? Can't wait for Fathom. Don't, personally, I don't, I'm not going to get rid of grayscales for Horizon. I think Percy Horizon for me doesn't do as much as Grayscales, whereas Fathom is fantastic. Fathom, yeah. What, what do you get the charge with a model that can revolve with the misses? Certainly, those high-end playbook results look a lot more likely, especially if I actually get get some sort of buff on them first or yeah, or anything else. Uh, tackle double dodge, I mean, it's four hits, but with revolves and everything else, um, she's one with the link, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, linked angel and four inch dodge whilst in the terrain. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's good, but again, the person's got to do the kick out, and you know, I think yeah, but that's, see- that's not where the strength of it is. Is it the strength of it is that you charge her in fathom in? Sorry, you get the tackle double dodge, you get the space, and the angel just goes and gets into yeah. course. She clears yeah. the ball away, doesn't she? She clears the ball away. They boot to someone else. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. the act for the first turn goal when you've got someone like a missed first turn pressure when they've kicked off and you actually know I'm a past angel pass a dodge forward then go for it yeah that's that's where um, that's where it is or you keep the ball just outside of missed threat and then you can use someone like um, Hag or even um, Shark to tidal surge Angel into a potential range uh, and then pass it to us from Fathom so yeah. Mist can never interact with it yeah Horizon looks fun but yeah the lack of two inch does hurt it doesn't it Getting the ball off, off a lot of people. Is that the one that comes back? He can come back from the opponent's side of the board and he gives up one VP rather than two for a takeout. 
I'd be very surprised if he would take him out, if I'm honest. I, mean, I think that a little bit like uh, the puppet in Morticians, you're just going to see people knocking him down and leaving him. Well, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's three one, isn't he? Stat wise, yeah. I mean, he's got he's got basically a three five inch dodge, but you're knocking him down and controlling him that way. Yeah, it's hard to control someone who's got a three five inch dodge there. <laughs> yeah, with a knockdown because yeah. he can get to wherever yeah. he needs to get. I think like he's he's interesting because if they don't deal with him, you can just jam him down their throats, and they have to deal with him. And then try to get them, try to get the arrival, do a mass push if you need to. Or- uh, well, not even that. Like, Jam just up. get him into the middle of the pitch, potentially. And then he threatens so much of it that it makes it really difficult for them to hide the ball. And if they kill him, it's one VP and he comes back where he needs to. And if they don't, you've got a model that can just really reliably get the ball. I don't know, I think he's strong, but I don't like him. I won't play on him, even though I've just said that. <laughs> so why is that? Uh, my, for similar reasons, Stan. I, I, one, because uh, I think the... Fathom Angel combination combination is really strong, yeah, and then I think is, yeah. you probably want Siren. I mean, it's very hard to to say for certain because they come out so close to season four, and there's clearly going to be other changes within the guild. But I can't imagine that Bet Siren's going to stay the same. So who knows what she's going to bring to the table? Um, maybe maybe even Kraken. I don't know. I don't know if he sees enough players. It is so. There's those kind of other fringe models that he's got to compete with, potentially. What, just Kraken? I haven't seen it for ages. Uh, Matthew, uh, or Matt, or however he likes to be known. Uh, maybe it's Big Daddy Matt, I don't know. Didn't ask him. He played him against me. Oh, did he? How did he do? Um, he got taken out by Blackheart. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't make the final, so clearly... <laughs> it's a real sort of selling, selling point. Oh, Don't take to Kraken. It's terrible, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... He's interesting. Like it's interesting in the Corsair team having another model that can drag a model in and set up the scrum. I think he played him because I th- he said he's a bit of a guild purist, and so he didn't have gutter. Okay. But I mean, he he played the game well. But with all due respect, when he put down Corsair and didn't have gutter, I did do a little backflip. Yeah. Yeah, that's certainly nice. Yeah. Not saying that t- together. Yeah. Well, I, I just I was fairly confident that he couldn't outbrawl me at that point. Yeah, fish losing gutters is going to be a big, big blow, isn't it? Yeah. Oh no, they're actually going to have to play football. <laughs> the thing is, play football. Should, like that's the reason I've also been playing shark more because I thought oh, I need to get off the corsair crutch. Um, but Vetsakana has the same damage output as Gutter because he has the same the three the, the one, two, and three are on the same places. I mean, obviously he doesn't have side and blow, but it's just the non-momentous generation. So if you're going to need to kill somebody, you can still do it. It's just momentum. Yeah. Which quite, quite significant, though. Yeah, oh, oh certainly. It's not going to be, you know, life is going to be harder. Uh, and also he doesn't have a chain grab, so he can't set up scrum for Corsair. Yeah, but then you also have um, non-goal threat, so it's going to be that sort of new balancing of, of your play style. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, if that's another guild that doesn't have one of my models in it, I'm happy. South Nationals, um, are you going to try to go for the LCQ, Jason, you reckon? Don't know, don't know. I haven't decided because it's like if you go all the way through and then lose in the final and then get a ticket to Chicago. I mean, who'd do that? <laughs> literally, no one. Right, literally, who plays all the way through an LCQ, loses the final, and still makes worlds? Who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting because it'll be in season four, so a lot of people won't have had a chance to 
tech for it, but then I also what's the gap been... between it dropping and SteamCon? Three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. Yeah. But, so that's uh, a bit of time, but yeah, not much. Yeah, uh, it's a good way to get games in, but then I kind of feel as part of the media thing, it's nice to interact with people and like you know people who listen to the podcast. It's nice to give them a good thrashing and that. And, Show what an upstanding member of the community. People listen to the podcast. So, um, Dan. Yeah, I beat him at SteamCon last year. So they are simple. Check, <laughs> check, check, proving that farmers weren't busted. I beat him with scalpel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying it's off the cards, but I find a convention is a tournament. I mean, it's a lot of time, right? Yeah. That's it. I mean, the one last year lasted for about 12 hours, didn't it, the tournament? Yeah, is it still one day this year? I think so. Oh, I'm not sure actually, what they can get the schedule. It might, it might be split over two, actually. If it's split over two, there's much more chance I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it a go. Are you? Yeah, I think just to practice season four. See, this is the other... Yeah, see, like, I don't really agree with that, but I mean, it's obviously up to you. I think the problem is that you've got people who've already qualified knocking out people who could qualify. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I wouldn't go to, I'm not going to any other nationals. Um, I, mean, I had a look at, I mean, I know Dave, there's a couple of people going to, uh, going to other ones, but last chance might, might do. Or if there's any scrambles, I just want to practice season four, basically at SteamCon. Well, you're in sort of games. <laughs> Everyone else will. <laughs> so who's currently in the final then? Who's currently qualified? Uh, you have. No, sir. Nurse is there. David. Is Fraser there David. as well? No. No. He finished best union at British Champs, but that doesn't get you a place. Okay. Not, hashtag not <laughs> bitter. <laughs> and the American one isn't going to be worked out until, of course, Steamcorn US, is it? No. Although they've got two, haven't they? Because uh, they've, they've got two qualifiers, yeah. so I don't know if one of them's already decided. Don't yeah, know. Don't, don't the care. Canadian one of the Canadians has done it already. Uh, yeah, this is good prep. We have, we have no idea, do we? I can tell you. I can tell you who. So Mitz won it. Um, to to uh, Christian Metz, uh, an engineers player called Wolfgang, uh, Charles Nurser, uh, an engineers player, uh, Sam, a Brewers player, David Mortz, Mia Fish, and uh, this weekend there was I think it was the Polish Masters or something, and um, it was a uh, Brewers player. Then again, I guess you know season four drops. Who knows in terms of guild layout? Um, you know, Vedas made train. Yeah, might have might fall off the rails by then. Yeah, it's hard to know. All right, I think that's a podcast probably. Um, anything else to say, Jason? Before we go, no, 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 no. Go on, painting your kill team models. I'm just building them. Just building them. Just building them. It's prep for uh, the LCQ. <laughs> if it doesn't go well, then I'm just going to launch in a load of okay, company. Yeah, I'm gonna drop in the death company and then uh what is it on Morgan things. I'm trying to think what that'd have been a really funny comment if I could remember what their stratagem's called that everyone does. Right, right. um thank you. Uh, follow me at single underscore GB. Um don't follow Jason anywhere. And follow Dan at Try Dan. Try Dan, of course it is. Try Dan. Um right. Bye. Right, uh...